Today I'm speaking with Marla Mattinson. She's the CEO of the Intimacy Experts, and today we're talking about ethical sales practices, not just in a sales situation, but in our relationships with our family and friends and loved ones as well. So enjoy. Make sure to grab the official Not Over Just Different Welcome Pack. It's filled with some of the best tools for inspiring your best life, all absolutely free. Just go to notoverjustdifferent.com forward slash welcome gift to download yours now. Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell and welcome to Not Over Just Different, a podcast for women of a respectable age facing life's next new chapter. So grab a cup of tea and pour yourself a glass of wine and join me for some deep, real and candid conversations about everything from health, aging gracefully, relationships and how to make the next 50 years even better than the first. Well, hello everyone and welcome to the podcast for this week. This week, I have my very good girlfriend, Marla Martinson, with me. How are you? Martinson, I should say. (laughs) I'm so good. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, So great to have you here. We were actually talking about an interesting subject today because on the face value of it, we're talking about ethical sales practices. But ethical sales practices is not necessarily in a selling situation, but as a form of communication as a way of showing up as a human being, as a way of, of creating great communication and uh, connection and intimacy. So um, it's going to be a very interesting conversation today. <laughs> so why don't we start with um, what is an ethical sales practice? Like why, why this and why do you feel like it needs to be labeled this right now? Ooh, great questions. Mm. So an ethical sales practice means that, you know, you're aware that everybody has hidden secret intentions. All human, we all do. I have some very private desires in my life, right? And I can't share all of that all the time. And so we just sort of acknowledge all of us have our sort of forward facing life, and then we have our behind the scenes life and we've accepted that that's all that's just humanity right like right. not everybody is is welcome in your private home you know we we have some separation there and yet we want to come together more and more as humanity we want to be more connected feel like we belong feel like we have a sense of home right and welcomeness and so there's a philosophy that i align with which is If you can be and practice transparency with your intentions, then you're going to have more loving, fulfilling, and ethical relationships. You're going to have relationships that are based in genuine um, alignment. You're going to have relationships that um, you have similar values. And, And so that philosophy of life is... When, whether you're exchanging in financial ways where you have a business and you have a, a, a traditional sale where, you know, you have a product or a service that you know is of high integrity. So you're selling it and you're upfront about it and you're transparent about it. And you also care more about the actual human and the relationship with that human that you're developing who's going to purchase, you know, what you're selling not just wanting the sale, but actually caring about what happens after the sale. You're caring for the human. And so similarly in our personal relationships, 
when we care for the other person, we want to be more transparent. We want to reveal, and we don't always know how. Sometimes, right, that's a little bit of a grainy spot, is how do you reveal your intentions and how do you celebrate choice? How do you celebrate when someone tells you the truth and says, ooh, I'm a no for that right now without getting your feelings hurt? Well, there you go. So now we have some good things to muse on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, wait, I've got so much to unpack from that. So because long gone are the days, and I remember I was taught how to sell, in inverted commas, uh, back in the 80s. And it was hardcore. Like I worked in the fitness industry and you would batter people into submission. That's what it felt like. So much so that, you know, I've had to do work on myself to release all of that old, um, those old beliefs around selling because, you know, I'm now with my movies and with the children's program and, you know, I, I want people to, to be able to, you know, take advantage and, and to use these programs and I need to sell to do that. And so in the back of my mind, selling equals, you know, beating people into submission, but that's not what we're talking about here. So show me, can you give me an example of what a conversation or something looks like when you're in that kind of flow and you're ethically selling? Yes, absolutely. And I'm really glad that you're bringing this up because it's time for the sales industry all around the world to transform its practices. Mm. And it really starts with each of us as individuals in how we're approaching sales, whether you're the consumer or whether you're the producer. Both sides of the sale gets to have a say. So you're going to want to align more and more to companies and programs and individuals who practice ethical sales, who practice this idea of, you know, I care about the sale because of course I care about my business. That's one aspect and not above the actual relationship, not above the human, the human comes first. And, and if that means that the best thing moving forward is actually for that person to say, no, thank you. Right. We not only allow that to happen without trying to manipulate and push and cajole them back into a yes, so then they have buyer's remorse and then they want to ghost and opt out or not sign the contract and not not move forward. We want to honor it. We want to just honor, oh, so you're currently a no. Okay, thank you for having the courage to tell me that. Right. I wish you all the best. Let me share this one other thing with you and you can go on your way and then enjoy Mm-hmm. So that you get to practice generosity without any pushiness. And that does that does something for for somebody. when 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 somebody can tell you no, thank you, and it's received with kindness, without any manipulation or even a little influence, which is also still very revered in the sales industry, influence. Yes. We say, you know, the influence is for the marketing. But for the sale, in the sales conversation, influence is actually still a form of intimidation. So the idea is when somebody is a current no, you allow yourself to feel the truth of like, oh, darn, I really wanted that person to say yes. That's acknowledging you. And wow, how cool that you get to say no, have it be honored. And then eventually the long-term relationship starts to develop because when someone is honored in their no without any pushiness at all, they feel calm. They feel a sense of relief. And so let's say your services aren't the right fit for that person, but their best friend 
is totally into what you're doing. Yeah. And they'll go talk to that best friend and say, oh my gosh, you need to check out what Natalie's doing because this is totally up your alley. You would be amazing for this. I, I was a current no for that. And she was so kind. She was so willing to hear that no. It makes me want to go, you know, shout from the rooftops all about this because where are we honored when we say no? Yeah. It's it's few and far between. So a big part of the ethical sales practices is celebrating choice. And choice means sometimes people are a yes, and then you get to celebrate that. Other times they're a no. When they're a no for you, that actually means they're a yes for something else. Right. And that's how to also honor the humanness, honor the and value the human relationship where not everybody has to be a yes for you. Not everybody has to be a yes for me. You know, and and the other piece is in terms of business, when you're willing to hear a no and when you're willing to say no, thank you, then what happens is you start to only attract ideal clients that have the qualities that you require in your business, right? So if you sell products or services, the people who are going to really thrive with those products and services have certain qualities. And if they don't have those qualities, but you're still selling to them, that's not the highest form of ethical sales. So sometimes you still need to do that to earn. And it's not binary. It's not about like either I'm practicing ethical sales or I'm not. It's how can I move closer and closer to more and more ethical sales practices? Right. And I think too, for me, it's about wanting, I want both me and the other person who's in that conversation to leave feeling good. You know, that's that's my goal. Like I want us to both feel good um, regardless of what the outcome is, you know. You nailed it right there. It's ethical sales practices when you really embed them in your business and in your life. No matter what challenge you're facing, whether it's an actual sales conversation where you're kind of hashing out whatever those objections are or, you know, um, or whether it's a personal life. If your intention is that you both are uplifted by the end of the conversation, then it will be way more likely to be so Yeah. rather than I just want to make the sale, right. you know, or I just want what I want. I want Thai food tonight and I don't care what my sweetheart wants. You know, right. that's also a sale. Like who's making the sale? You know, our approach with our partner is all about, you know, considering how what you're saying is going to be received. Right. So like if Julian, my love life and business partner is sitting on the couch outside and he's deep in study and meditation and I come up and I'm like, Hey, we got to make this decision right away. You know, something in the business or whatever. It's not going to be met with the care and love that I want reflected back to me in the same way as if I come up to him and I say, Ooh, Hey, do you have a sec? I'd love to chat with you for about 10 minutes about something in the business. Hmm. Right. That way I'm way more likely to like make the sale than if I just bulldoze my way in, which by the way, I do both. <laughs> <laughs> just for transparency, I am not perfect. <laughs> now, I like that because it's you, you kind of prefacing what you're about to say and go, look, you know, are you prepared to have this conversation right now? Because, and giving them the option to say no. <laughs> look, I can't do this conversation right now. I'm doing this, but you know, I can do this later. So again, you know, being open for that as well. I love that. And I, and what keeps coming up for me is dating, you know, <laughs> this so applies to dating as well. <laughs> yes. Bring it. Yeah. 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 Transparency, you know, again, 
valuing the human over the transaction. Okay, well, in dating, sex is is one of the transactions that sometimes happens before you actually get to know each other. Hmm. Well, valuing the human means if two humans want to have the sexual exchange and they're both, it's it's transparent, the intentions are clear, go for it. Yeah. Go for it. And if one person's like, mm, I want, I don't want to jump into that right now, then that person is the one who's honored. Yeah. Right. And so then consent and transparency are part of the ethical sales practices. Really, um, when you when you put it in the form of just humans over transactions, all of the other pieces uh fit into place, you know, because the humanity that that is missing these days, where we really do care about one another, not just ourselves, our own communities, our own people, but when we actually care about all the humans on the planet. Right. That's these ethical sales practices is what helps move humanity closer and closer towards caring for one another and and having systems and structures that reflect that we actually care for one another. Yeah. And I think too it also I mean we have to be we have to have the body to handle a no, right? Because sometimes okay. we don't want to do that. <laughs> That's right. Okay. So this is a great little line of inquiry here, right? Mm. How do you handle a no? Yeah. So all the listeners, you can just, you know, feel into this for yourself and we'll feel it in the for ourselves. And if I ask myself, how do I truly receive a no? And I can tell you years ago, I would manipulate the no into a yes. Right. Whatever the no was, I actually, my identity was built around the fact that I could transform any no into a yes. And I thought that was great sales. Hmm. And now (laughs) I realize there's a lot of harm and damage done in that philosophy, uh, even though I made a lot of sales, that um, there was kind of a a wreckage in the, in, you know, of, of humans in my past that I did not consider their needs. I really only considered my own. Right. And, um, and that's for me to navigate. And so I have made it my life's mission to be transparent and to receive a no as a way to practice my own resiliency, to practice receiving the truth from somebody else without trying to change it at all. And so what that means is I'm listening to the thoughts that go in my mind when somebody says, no, thank you. I'm feeling the emotions that come up in me when somebody says, no, thank you. And I'm experiencing the body sensations that are flowing inside of me, like sweaty armpits or, you know, uh, my brow getting tight or, you know, shoulders getting tight, something that's happening physically in my body all at the same time. Right. And so I'm feeling that and I'm allowing that to be and still honoring the no. Like, wow, thank you. And especially, let's just say with Julian, my partner, when he tells me no, when I want to hear a yes, uh, it it sounds something like this, like, I really wanted a yes. (laughs) And I'm so grateful that you have the courage and the power and the ability to say your truth, which is currently a no. 
And sometimes I'll say, is there any room for negotiation? Is there any room, you know, and that's my way of asking consent. Yeah. Like, can I push? Can I, can I, can I cajole? Can I do anything here to transform that? Or would you prefer that I just leave it as the no? Because if I really want a yes, then I may change my approach. I may, how about now, you know, and I think that's playful. And we have, you know, the ability to do that and play around with that in our relationship because we both trust our nose. Right. You you can't trust a yes if your partner or your friends or your family or your business associates won't tell you a clean no. If they won't say no, you can't trust their yes because the yes is a people pleasing yes and it's embedded I mean people pleasing in our world is the highest form of lying. Right. You're saying yes when you really mean no. So when people say yes when they mean no, they're actually lying. And then if I agree and I go, okay, you're saying, yes, I'm going to allow that. I'm aligned to that lie. And it's, um, it's a practice. It's not about perfection. It's about moving closer and closer to realizing still I'll say yes to something. And then I'll go, Ooh, wait, hold on. Actually, I'm a no currently for that. And I really want to say yes, because I'm super excited about it. And I, I see how I want to put that in my schedule and, oh my gosh, my schedule is filled right now and I need spaciousness in the rest of the calendar. So I'm going to not fill more. And I'm going to currently say no, even though an aspect of me wants to say yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Okay, now before we go on, I really want to mention that when it comes to personal development, having the right mindset is truly what allows us to see positive changes in life. So working on boosting your success and abundance mindset is a great place to begin when you want to develop powerful habits. And incorporating affirmations into your daily practice, even for just a few minutes a day, can work wonders on conditioning your mind for success. And that's why I want to share with you my 100 And this is why I want to share with you 100 of my personal favorite success and abundance affirmations absolutely free. You can download them by going to notoverjustdifferent.com forward slash success tips. And when you read them aloud every day, prepare to open the door to even more success and abundance in your life. So there's the one side of it where we need to have the body to receive a no. But what about having the body to give a no? Boom. I love it. You're always going to take it to the exact right spot. I think sometimes that's harder. Yeah. Oh, I I agree. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Right. Why is it so hard to say no? We're really trained. Yeah. We're we're trained to want to accommodate and and make it work. And, um, you know, I mean, certainly as women, we're trained in that way. And I think for people who it's easy to say no thank you um i wonder how they got there mm-hmm. where it's really easy to say no because for i think most of us certainly people who really care about their work in the world care about humanity care about each other we don't want to upset people and at the same time we don't want to um undermine ourselves right so how we say no is what matters. Exactly. And and so that's the great part is that there's structure around that. So um, 
I am a former full yes person, no matter what. And so I had to train myself to swing to the other side of the pendulum. And I basically, in my early 20s, trained myself to say, um, maybe. Right. I trained myself to say, you know, maybe I'll consider that. Um, and another aspect is to play with saying no right away, which is, ooh, I'm going to currently say no to that. I'll let you know if that changes. Yeah. Right. It was so hard for me to say no in the early days. And, and, and even now I'd say when I say no, it's almost always with a caveat of a little bit of an explanation why it's a no. Yeah. With the exception of parenting, I'll say. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Yes. No is a, is a complete sentence and doesn't require any explanation. Currently it's a no. Yeah. I mean, my, the first year after my husband and I separated, uh, I had my year of yes. You know, Sandra Rhymes said her year of yes. Well, mine was the year after I, I separated from my husband. I said yes to everything. Even start, I've, I found myself at one stage camping on sacred Indian ground in New Mexico and like just the <laughs> craziest of things doing sweat lodges. I'm like, okay. Um, so, but I liked it so much that I just, kept doing it. And so, and it's been interesting because, you know, you've, you know, you've met my love, Bert. Um, and when we first got together, he realized, he's like, you say yes to everything. Cause I'll say yes. And then go, oh shit, I better check the calendar. <laughs> Cause I'm like, that sounds like fun. I'd like to do that. Um, and so I've really had to, um, get good at saying no to some things. You know, because and my my other little mantra is just because I can doesn't mean I should. That's so, right. <laughs> so I have That's to really right. be careful of that. Um, and I'm I think it's the Australian accent maybe that helps me get away with a little bit as well. But if someone asks me to, I'm like I'm so sorry, darling, but I can't. Or you know, sorry, no. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. And you're bringing up something really important here, which is being in union with another human. Mm. You and if you say yes to something before you've kind of run it by them, if it's going to impact their life, you know, it's like if you said yes to a trip over the holidays with with some girlfriends, hmm. and uh, you know, you didn't check in to see what's going on, um, then there's some natural consequences that happen. You know, <laughs> yes, and like and, and especially when you're used to being single for many years and not having to check in with anybody, <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, this this is uh, this is new, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and but it's a real kindness, you know. Mm. Um, same same thing in business, you know, when you have a business and you have a team. And you have people who are working with you, and you know this better than most, when you're a visionary and you have a strong vision and you see, oh, this, this opportunity is something I absolutely want to say yes to. If we don't run it by our team to say, are we capable of saying yes to this? Is this in our wheelhouse? Is this something that we can actually fulfill on? If we as the visionary don't check in with our team to help make a clear yes right. with logical steps then we're unintentionally causing chaos behind the scenes in our business as well. So again, these ethical sales practices are for any exchange at all. It's whether it's a financial exchange, whether it's a love exchange, whether it's an exchange of ideas, it's like that you bring a sense of integrity and caring to every exchange. Yeah. 
And the other thing that you touched on earlier was being transparent with what Mm -hmm. our intentions are. But I don't think everyone's aware of what their intentions are, right? Okay, so now you're talking my real language here, which is, (laughs) yeah, you know, growth, awareness, uh, consciousness, you know, evolution as, as a human and as a species. You know, we're here to learn and we're here to grow. And so... That's right. Most people are not aware of their intentions. They just react and take action from whatever it is they're feeling. And these ethical sales practices require awareness. Right. You have to be aware of two things at the same time. You have to be aware of what's happening in you as the salesperson, whether it's a business sale or whether it's, you know, you with your sweetheart and the other person and their needs, their desires, and how they're going to receive. Right. And so you're always aware of at least two things at the same time. And that's what we call holding dualities. Being aware of two seemingly different or even opposite things at the same time. And that's one way to increase your capacity to receive more. Mm -hmm. Most people are like, I want more in my life. I want to receive more. I want more money, more love, more pleasure, more everything. Well, how do you do that? Well, you consider your way of thinking about things and the other person's way at the same time, right. where neither one of them are right or wrong. Both of them are just choice. Yeah. And then how do you navigate together? And the transparency is, I'm going to check in. I'm going to be like, well, how important is this to me? Right. Like, oh, okay, I want to go, I want to invite you over to my family's house, you know, for a meal. Well, what if your partner doesn't enjoy that? They don't They don't want to come. Will you let them say no? Or are you going to force them in through obligation? If you force your partner in through obligation, then there is a reverberation. There's a ripple effect from that. Right. And that's okay. If you have to have that experience that you definitely need your partner there, just be aware. That's, that's part of a pushy experience. And so you may or may not get total buy-in once they're there. But if you can allow for them to make their own choice and honor that choice and deal with the sadness around them saying, no, thank you. I would like to not attend your family's dinner and you don't make excuses for them once you're there and you just say, yeah, he chose not to come. That was his choice. And I honored that because we don't push each other into anything that we don't want to do. Right. I mean, that alone can transform an entire family or is a great discussion for <laughs> all kinds of things to happen at a table. Right. <laughs> and yeah, he didn't want to come discuss. <laughs> right. There you go. Go ahead. <laughs> Which I'm sure there would be a lot of discussion about that. Right. <laughs> oh, darling, it's always so great chatting with you. Now, um, the work that you're doing with ethical sales practices is just yeah. incredible. And it is it is the new way of doing business. You know, I, I think I think it's the way that we've always should have been doing business, but it is the new way of doing business. So if people want to uh, connect with you and find out more about the work that you're doing, what how where can we send them? Great. Um, you know, my Instagram, uh, the intimacy experts page is a great place because there's the link tree there. And so you can see the different ways to work with us or at our website, the intimacy experts.org. Um, and we have a, a free Facebook pop-up group. It's only going to be open for three weeks in January of 2023. And then we close it. 
Uh, and it's I'm going to be teaching free for free the ethical sales practices in how they align with various industries. So we have special sessions for financial and wealth advisors. We have special sessions for attorneys and attorney services, um, and then coaches, guides, mentors, and and you know people in the health and wellness field. So um, come and study. Come and study. We have a lot of free things. We want these these practices to get out widely into the world where you genuinely care more about humans above the transactions, where you're practicing transparency and asking for ongoing consent. And of course, when you are able to celebrate choice, where you're not pushing somebody's no into a yes. And how do you do that while handling all the objections and the concerns of the potential client without being manipulative? So come and study with me. I love, love, love sales and ethical sales practices, and more and more businesses are moving in this direction. This is absolutely the wave of the now and of the future. Yeah. So um, if, if everybody who's listening to this, I'm sure, is already on the path of ethical sales. So let's just refine what you're already doing and help you clarify and come study with me in January for free and get on the wait list and you'll get all the information. And that wait list is in our link tree. Great. And what's your handle on Instagram? The Intimacy Experts. Excellent. (laughs) All right, darling. Well, thank you so much for your time. Always a pleasure having a chat with you. Um, And I'm just loving that we got to share our chat with everyone on the podcast this week. Me too. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us today. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and haven't yet subscribed to our podcast, please go ahead and do so on iTunes or Spotify or go to mindmovies.com forward slash podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now remember, new episodes are released every Monday morning and we'd love to spread the word. So after you've subscribed, be a great girlfriend and pass it on to a friend who will enjoy this too. And don't forget to grab your official Not Over Just Different Welcome Pack. It includes some of the best tools for inspiring your best life, all completely free. Head over to notoverjustdifferent.com forward slash welcome gift to grab yours today. Until next time, remember it's not over, just different.